Hi guys, welcome to Dance Matters Podcast. Proudly brought to you by Crystallized Costumes, the place for all your costume needs and adrenaline dance competitions. Dance Matters Podcast is designed to celebrate all things dance and the performing arts industry. The place to be inspired, motivated and educated. We are your hosts, Kaylee and Charlie. Today's guest. Kyra Dooley is a young Australian dancer whose career is set to explode. From five years of age, she trained at Dance Force Dance Studio. She also completed her full-time training at Dance Force. After completing the first year of Marco Panzik's Dream Creative at 17, she went on to win the Get the Beats Senior Protégé section and subsequently a scholarship to Panzik's Dream Show Business. Kyra assisted on the Dream Creative Junior and Senior Divisions as well as going on the Dream Experience Tour alongside Michael Domeski in 2019. At 18 years of age, she signed to Jeep Management Agency. In 2020, she was announced as Energetics VDF Ambassador of the Year. Kyra has also appeared in Guy Sebastian's choir music video, and most recently, she celebrated one of the highlights of her young career when she was cast in Baz Luhrmann's Elvis. Kara continues to work hard and strive to reach her goals in dance. But before we discuss what she has achieved and where she wants to head, let's first take it back to five-year-old Kara, who followed her sister into the dance studio. Well, I started dancing when I was five years old. So I have an older sister and she was always a dancer first. She's like eight years older than me. So I guess I was always like in the corner of the dance room watching her. And then I guess when I was five, mum thought I was old enough to start. So I guess she just put me into some classes. I think my first class was probably, I think, lyrical and jazz, just at like um, Dance Force when Nick opened up the studio and yeah, just kept going from there. Never really stopped. I just always had a passion for it and always wanted to keep going and pursue it. And now it's my career. Now, I know you are proud of your Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander heritage. Can you tell us a bit about your background? Yes. So both parents, um, my mum and dad are Aboriginal and my mum is Torres Strait Islander. And so we're from the Bundjalung Nation here in Tweed Heads. And do you have quite a connection to your family? Yes. So growing up, mum always made us connect with our heritage, Mm -hmm. always did NAIDOC week. Anything dance related in school that had to do with like Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander stuff, mum always like encouraged me to do it just so we know more about our background and the culture and the dancing behind it all. Now, whilst there's still a long way to go, I feel as a nation we've come along way in recognising and respecting the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Island culture. When you were growing up, was it always something that was celebrated? Yes, definitely within our family. Like, as I said, mum always pushed it on to us to try and learn and grow and learn a lot about our culture and like our background. Mum also works in childcare that has to do with Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. So I feel like our whole family has always really focused on our background and our heritage. It's a little bit tough and there was a bit of like negativity growing up. So sometimes like it was a bit hard growing up in school and even now, not like nowadays people don't believe me when I say it or they see it in my bio and they're like, oh, like, are you Aboriginal? And just because I have that more of a white colour skin tone, it's always on my mind, like thinking when people do question it but I'm always like proud to call myself an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander as I believe like it's a great thing to have. What was your training like growing up? 
So my training, I started when I was five at Dance Force. I think I was one of Nick's OG students at Dance Force. Yeah, so she only just started just at a small little high school. About 13 years later, I graduated and I completed full time at Dance Force. And I still now living back at home on the Gold Coast, I'm still going back and taking like pro classes. I'm now teaching at Dance Force with the full times, academy and afternoon students like I feel like I'm always just going to be a part of the family there, which is awesome. Did you compete in solos and troops? Yes. I started competing solos and troops at the age of, let me say, eight. I think I was about eight when I started my solos and troops and went all the way up to when I was 18 and full-time. Can you remember what your first solo was? Yes. I actually have a video and it's not, <laughs> not the best. It was a jazz little solo that another teacher taught me. Her name was Bianca and it was to the song Space Jam. It's like a very old song. Yeah, and I, I always go back and watch that video and go, wow, come a long way since then. <laughs> At what age did you really think I want to make a career out of dancing? I think when it first hit me to make a career out of it was when I was about 12. As I did do other sports, I was like, mum put us in everything. So I played netball, I did touch, I did everything that had to do with like sporting. And it came to that age where it was getting too much and dancing, like you were always doing competition. So, and netball is like a weekend sport and so is touch. So it came down to like, I think I was 12 and I, mum was like, you need to decide what you want to like keep doing because we can't keep doing it all. So I think around like 11 to 12, I've always just had a bigger passion towards dancing and wanted to keep going. You trained at Dance Force from the start of your dancing until you completed full time. What is it that you love about Dance Force? Oh God, I could go on forever here. Dance Force, it's just like a family. Nick is very welcoming. She's like a second mum to me. I think it's more the family environment that she has with all of her students. Like, yeah, you can talk to her about absolutely everything. So I think it's that family environment that made me want to stay at Dance Force for the whole of my training growing up. What is the full-time course like? Very hands-on, which I felt was so amazing. I loved how it like caps off at about 40 students and it's such like a hands-on program. Like Nick's always checking up on us. We also have like Heidi and Ben who are also the main teachers there. And like if you have any worries or like anything, even outside of dancing, like about your health, your fitness or anything, like they're straight away onto it. And they're trying to get like the best out of you for that year or two years that you're at Dance Force for. So it was such a hands-on course that I did. And we did singing as well there, dancing. We did so much stuff. Like she brought in so many amazing teachers that just helped me grow so much as a performer. You won the Get the Beat Senior Protégé section. Did that open up some opportunities for you? Yes, definitely. I did know Marco previously, but... Winning that scholarship made me have that stronger connection with him and get to know him on more of a personal level and uh, really connect with him. And that opened up so many opportunities with like the dream. Also moving down to Sydney, that helped a lot as meeting new choreographers and stuff down there, going into the show business course the following year. And obviously other studio owners seeing me at Get The Beat winning that 
also does put like a title on you. So winning that at 18, also going on to that next level as becoming not also just a performer, but like a choreographer, a teacher as well. So like even studio owners reaching out to me being like, hey, this girl wants a solo from you or can we have an open class with you? So it opened up not even me as a performer, but as a choreographer as well, asking, can I come teach for them? Which was also great because that's a new experience for me, which I do now choreograph at studios. You won the scholarship to Marco Penzik's Dream Show Business course. What was your experience like doing that course? That three months was like amazing. I highly recommend the show business course as it taught me so much about the business side of dance and what dancers are worth and their time and how like you should be getting paid for like everything as you have been training since you were younger. So even though we were dancing so many hours a day in the course, we had so many special people come in. We had Angela who runs ADF come in and she was talking to us about like how the whole ADF runs and like the money behind it. Like we had so many people come in and just talk about like the aspects behind the business side. And also you as a performer are your own business. Like me, I'm my own business. I need to keep promoting myself as a performer, choreographer, as everything. So I highly recommend the show business course as it just helped me grow so much as it did, like not only as a performer, but like as a person as well, having Katie and Marco there. You've actually done quite a lot of work with the Dream Dance Company, including assisting on the Dream Creative Junior and Senior Divisions, as well as going on the Dream Experience Tour alongside Michael Domeski in 2019. You were then offered the opportunity to teach your choreography to the Dream Creative's Junior Dancers. What is it that you enjoy about being part of the Dream Dance Company family? Oh, so much. Marco has helped me in my career so much. He's given me so many amazing opportunities, not only with the dream, but just outside of it. Like when we did that tour and we went to Perth with Cameron and Michael, got to meet so many amazing kids there as well. And just having that atmosphere and also assisting Marco in his like workshops and classes, having to assist Michael, just like that's another role in dancing as well. Like you get to see how they work in on an onstage presence and teaching workshops And also it helped me as an artist feeding off them and learning how to like work a room and how to teach dancers like steps at a time and what they would do, the process of it all. So that helped me kind of grow as a choreographer as well and a performer watching them do it and them relying on me saying, oh, what's the count for this? Or if they forgot it, what's the next step? So you're always having to be on as well. And Marco giving me like that opportunity was so great. And then also getting to teach the younger kids who are in the creative teams at Dream Creative, just like opportunity to show off my choreography as well, which also had a massive impact because I then had some teachers reach out to me from Sydney, from Melbourne as well, wanting to fly me down. So it opened up so many doors for everything what was your first professional job as a dancer I think my first professional job was I was still in full time I just turned 18 and it was a local it was a job in Brisbane and Nicole got it for me and it was just a solo performance I did my grad solo at like a convention and a lady was singing Ava Moria 
at the front end. She was just like, you can just impro on stage, do whatever you want. So I just put my the grad solo I was doing at the time and I just made it work with what she was singing. And it, yeah, just a two-minute solo on stage. <laughs> you were signed to Jeep Management. Was that an important step for you? Definitely, yeah. Signing with Jeep, especially moving down to Sydney at only the age of 18, straight out of full-time, getting signed by them, that was like a massive goal for me in 2018 as I believed it was so important. I wanted to go down to Sydney knowing I had someone on my back about making sure and you're getting into open classes, getting me in the room for the auditions, for everything, just someone helping me as well. As I think if I went down there without an agent, without someone behind me or helping me, I don't think I'll be where I am today. Just because I had so many like auditions in Sydney, which they obviously help you get the process. Yeah, so I think me moving to Sydney, having an agent behind me was so important to have. Do you think an agent is important for young dancers? This is such a hard question. I think it is important to have an agent just because they help you set up what you want. Like your agent should be asking you, what's your big term goals? Like, what do you want to be doing? And helping you get to that place as they were, I'm sure they were all performers before they became agents as well. So I think them having you, knowing your goals and what you want to do also can help you push as they should be on your back saying, are you getting to this class in front of this choreographer? Obviously, you're, you should be putting in the work too, but them getting into the, you into the audition room that's coming up for any musicals. Like, I think it's so important to have that agent behind you that can get you all these little gigs and everything everywhere. You appeared on Guy Sebastian's choir film clip. Did you enjoy that experience? Yes, definitely. That was probably my big first job that I had had in Sydney. I was in show business during the time as well and I got that and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like, I think that was that was probably my, one of my big jobs that I did in Sydney, one of my first ones. And just having that experience of like working on like a music film clip, we only had one rehearsal before we filmed it with Alex. Yeah, so we came in, learnt it, and then I think it was like that weekend we shot it. And the hours were crazy. Like I remember we got there at like pretty late at night and we didn't wrap up till like 12 or 1 in the morning. Like it was a really late shoot. And I just remembered how much detail goes into actually a music video. Like they just wanted to do one of just like the background, but you're obviously in there dancing. So you have to film it as well. So it was such a great experience to see also the way a music video runs as well, even as a performer, but on the up, like looking at it on the other side, the way that they shoot everything, like it was really cool to watch that as well. You get a short time of rehearsal and then it's, you have to do that take so many times, don't you? So, so many times, yes. So it was, it was just, I remember doing the one end, like big curry block that we were all in so many times and it was getting like really late. Everyone's hungry, everyone's tired. It was kind of like really, it was cold. I, I, don't, I think the weather was quite bad as well. So Everyone was just like, oh, come on, come on. Like, it was just one of those things. But it was such a great experience to have. In December of 2019, you were named the Energetics Dance Informer Model Search winner. What was that experience like? So that has been an amazing experience for me. COVID did hit when that kind of came around because I was meant to go to VDF the beginning of 2020. But obviously COVID for the past two years. So finally I get to go this weekend to VDF. Uh, but that opened up so many more doors for me, not only as like a dancer, but more as a model. I've always been into modeling and wanting to do that. But obviously dancing has always been like my first priority. 
But having won that kind of opened up the doors that I could do both and still continue to do both as I have been shooting with energetics the past three years and still continuing to as I am their ambassador and we have some big plans coming out that energetics and I are in the works of so hopefully we can talk about that soon but yeah so it's also it's just opened up so many more opportunities for me not only as a performer but as a model as well getting to see the, the way that energetics works with all like when they post stuff like, oh, I know how that's been done and everything. So it's been really great to work with Energetics as like such a massive dance brand here in Australia and in the US. You enjoy the modelling. Is that something you'd like to do some more of? Yes, definitely. So I just signed with a modelling agency here on the Gold Coast. So definitely modelling is more on the cards for me up and coming and want to keep pursuing that as well as dancing, but try and do a little bit more. I feel like you should never stop at one thing you should always be looking for other things to be doing you were cast as a dancer in Baz Luhrmann's Elvis film how did that opportunity come about you no know, I just remember getting the email saying are you available these days so yeah we had a, a workshop day so I got that through Kate Wormwood as she was the choreographer on Elvis and that experience was just like the most incredible thing I have ever done we had like a three-day workshop that was like 10 of us that came in over, I think it was like before COVID hit, like end of 2019. And I just remember it was the most epic three days I've ever had. I remember in the room was like some massive people, Zoe Black, Kat Santos, Shannon Byrne, Graham, who's now in Moulin Rouge. I got to meet so many new faces. Lewis was in there. It was like 10 of us and she was just workshopping Corrie to show Baz. And I will never not remember those three days. They were the most very hard. Like it's Kate Wormwood. It's like, you want to be sweating. You want to be working hard, old school jazz. Just having to like go back to that era and get into that like groove of that kind of dancing. It was just epic to see how like a movie would run and work. So that would be, that's the highlight of my dance career so far. Having working on that set was just absolutely amazing. And then filming was just incredible. Like the best, I think we filmed two days, two full days when we were filming my scene that I was in. Just the most incredible experience ever. What is your favourite style to perform? Oh, a tough one. When I was younger, I would have definitely said straight away lyrical and contemporary, but getting out there more when like leaving full time, I would have to say commercial jazz. Definitely. I love like an old school, would love like a Cat Santos, Kate Wormwood, hard style jazz. My favourite. What is the hardest style to dance? For me, I would have to say hip hop. I just find it so, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but yeah, there's just something about that for me. I should have, I wish when I was younger, I started training in more of like a hip hop genre. What are you working on at the moment with your dancing? Definitely hip hop. So yeah, so I still train here on the Gold Coast and just trying to get into as many class, like variety classes. I'm about to start looking into start doing silks and like, I feel like as a dancer, you should do absolutely everything because you never know what job you're going to get next and you never know what they're going to ask for. Last year, I did a gig with one of the partners who does like Lee Academy and he does all like the partnering duo stuff. And I went in there and having to do some crazy lifts and I've done partner work before, but these were like next level lifts. Then I just was thrown into the deep end and I was just like, yep, you do it as you as you do as a dancer. You just agree and just keep doing it. So for me, 
at the moment just doing every class that I can. Who are your favourite choreographers to work with? My favourite would have to be either Kat Santos or Kate Wormwood. One of those two are my absolute favourites. Who would be your dream choreographer to work with? I have never worked with Kelly before and she is probably one of my favourite choreographers to watch and everything that she does that she has done in her previous in her career. So I think one of my dream choreographers to work with in the future would be Kelly Abbey. Who inspires you? In my life, my mum inspires me, definitely. Just so gracious and beautiful. In dancing, back to my favourite people, just Kat Santos, as, as not only as a performer, but as a human. I feel like she's always someone I can go talk to about absolutely anything. And just the way she is as a person, a performer, everything. So Kat Santos is a massive inspiration of mine. What have been the biggest challenges that you've faced? A big challenge was moving to Sydney, being away from home, as I am like a very big homebody person and I do love like my mum, my family. So I think moving away was a very big step for me and like having to obviously chase your dreams and your career. So that was a big challenge. And also as as with anyone, when you go to an audition and you get cut and you thought that that might have been the like the job that you were getting, you'd walk in so confident, you go in, yeah, I know I've, I've got this job or thinking, yeah, I have a great shot. But just if you get cut that first round or you just get down to the last round and you feel like, oh my God, I've got this and then you get cut over just something as little as maybe your hair colour or like what you look like might be the end result. Like you never know what they're looking for on the other end. So I think as well, probably the biggest challenge as well is getting cut, but always know that that job might have not been for you. There's always one around the corner. Or if you didn't get that, it's because you have something bigger waiting for you in the future. You just got to wait for that opportunity to come in and let it come in. If you could tell your 10-year-old self any piece of advice, what would it be? Definitely to keep doing tap, to not quit tap. There's a lot of jobs. Like I would love to audition to be a rocket, but I'm not a tapper. I haven't tapped since I was younger. Also, stay in every style not just when I was younger and I know this now I did cling more to lyrical contemporary jazz all those main kind of styles but I wish I was younger I started the probably silks more I started getting in even though I did hip-hop once a week I wish I trained more in hip-hop and really focused in that obviously I still do um, I still did ballet all the way up till 18 but just staying in those core kind of styles I wish I could tell my 10-year-old self that now. What are your goals and dreams for the future? After being in the Elvis movie, I think I really want to go down more the TV and film side of it, as well like dancing as well. But a big goal of mine would be to be in like a big dance film and be like a feature in that in something like that. I mean, I would love to back up dance for absolutely any artist. I do love Britney Spears. My, I've always wanted to back up dance behind Britney Spears ever since I was little. Um, I saw her concert in Vegas in 2016 and I just, I was just, the whole set, the whole atmosphere, everything. Just anything to do with dance, really. I feel like any job is a dream job at the moment, especially with COVID that has just hit and made us not work for two years. I feel like any dance opportunity I could get 
is a dream job for me. Have you got any plans to head overseas and pursue your career or are you happy working in Australia at the moment? At the moment, I am very happy here in Australia as obviously I still want to keep training as I, I don't believe anyone should ever stop training. I think you should always keep working hard on absolutely everything. I am very happy here, but I do want to go to New York. And New York is a big dream of mine or in Paris being a showgirl. I love like too short for Mulan, but there's like Crazy Horse. There's so many different shows over in Paris that I would love to explore. But definitely this year, a goal of mine is to go over to New York for about two weeks and just train, just take classes, just get in people's faces. Yeah. Where can people follow your story or get in contact with you? So with me, um, same as everyone, I guess Instagram is kind of just everyone's platform at the moment. So yeah, just uh, head over to my Instagram, Kyra Dooley. Energetics have a big blog of me and I think it's just on their normal website. So with Energetics, if you just go onto their website and I think it's our blog, it comes up. You can just click onto that and type in Kyra Dooley and it's basically everything that I've done and yeah there's some questions that they ask me well Kyra thank you so much for all of your time tonight thank you so much for having me on here thank you bye bye thank you for joining us for another episode of dance matters podcast make sure you head to crystallized costumes for all your costume needs they make the most incredible costumes and check out adrenaline dance competition for well-run dance comps they have a range of comps happening all year and don't forget you can find all previous episodes on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher and Apple Podcasts. We love hearing from you so make sure you get in contact with us through our website or DM us on Instagram at Dance Matters Podcast. We would love if you get the chance to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating or review to help others find us. Remember to listen, love and learn. Catch you next time. Bye! Bye.